0: Today, Rinpoche stressed the importance of identification of the object to be negated. If you do not identify the correct object, you will maybe take away too much and end up at nihilism, or not take away enough and end up at substantialism. It's a very fine line where you're trying to seek out, and that's called the middle way.
1: What uh, So
0: welcome everyone to the Chenrezig tibetan Buddhist center once again we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment we're in volume three and for anyone following along in english we're going to begin on page 123 uh, right at the top um, after the quote from buddha palita um, so just a, a, as an aside where we're going to begin once we do get started in the actual text uh, if we were to com- combine all of lord buddha's teachings uh into some categories. We would be able to do so into three. And the categories are called the teachings for beings of three capacities. Uh, and they're as follows. The first category of teachings are for beings who wish to achieve rebirth in the higher realms of cyclic existence. These are called the teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity. And these practices include going for refuge to the three jewels of the Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha. Engaging in ethical behavior, which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities, and then acknowledging one's downfalls by practicing those um, those things, one is able to achieve rebirth in the higher realms of cyclic existence. And categorically, it is called these are called the teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity. The next uh, category are the teachings for beings shared in common with beings of medium capacity. These are for beings who wish to achieve nirvana or complete individual liberation, and this practice. Practitioner engages in the three highest higher trainings. Highest higher trainings in ethics, higher, higher training in concentration, and the highest higher training in wisdom. And by practicing those and the previous small scope teachings, one is able to achieve his or her own individual nirvana or liberation. And then the final category of teaching are the teaching for beings of great capacity. These are for beings who wish to achieve Buddhahood. And this practitioner engages in those practices already mentioned and couples them with the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, bodhicitta, and then from there, practice of the six perfections. And by doing so, this practitioner is able to achieve complete Buddhahood. So, this is how we divide all of the teachings into three categories: teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity, teachings shared in common with beings of medium capacity, and the teachings for beings of great capacity. <laughs>
1: When I was in my father's family, you know what I was saying. We were having k desempefes to do what I was talking about, and we șe bășade pe na mesaj pe bungă țibe mă șobă mășiba nea na neba na lu ti na la subă na la subă ti na la subă eu be lu luți nebatar meba nea na ti ne na la subă cu na eu banzi do you see? Oh, now, Rade Kaza Kaza Tayo, Kaza Tayo, and the big mob, Maha, not Tadi itu juga, raja memang dua bandar. Tetap orangnya na, tetap orangnya na, tetap, tetan dua na, tetan dua na rakyi kelam bandar. na, deme le, le lang yang susuba, J'ai j'ai que j'ai j'ai Meladan चीमें दोबे तेरा तेरा कि कुंडू तो दोबना कुंडू दोबना ओमा भी जेडो तो दोनों तो चुप आता दोनों तो चुप आता तेरा तेरा シェバシャオ I was able to get the money. was able to the money. I was Bébé, gazan de mudu nyado nebala meju gazadi se gubatar da neba da raje sibi tun nebala meju da da raje de leba ngose leba Tapi the you
0: yeah, it's not the gloom. It's a tumble. It's The tumble It's a little. It's a little. It's Nipa. little. It's a
1: yeah. Ini the the Nipa the Loma song? Yeah. Okay, tiga ni, kan, Tapi ngapun dia gajat dapat tuh itu anshid lagu gaja de so that in Mengapa begitu? Cucu le, tapi ngomol amari bah, tiing ngomen zaman ini. Tapi, tapi ngombe deh debat rubah je. Ngomol amari bah, debat rubah tuan sedil lebah ngoman zaman ini. Aneh wajah tiing ngomen debat madu rubah sedu umar es. Tiing ngomen Taya jangan tu 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 마케바 tu 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 We'll be talking we Guided okay so so the cover so of the church, not the Bama Ruba, the water about the cover, cover, churchy, not the Mabata Vaina. I know what the Chetal Honor was. Yes, sir. What do you say? Yes, sir. Ah, Chibi Tatoni Toward the Nietzsche, Toward the Nietzsche, Gandu Tiba, मैबा मैबा What the Mabata doesn't know what the before
0: i got a little lost so it was helped when I interrupted and went over to Rinpoche. It wasn't because he was, it was my mistake. So I want to make sure that that's clear. Um, all right. Uh, so we're going to begin with uh, the Buddha Palita's um, quote. And Rinpoche said, Buddha Pal Rinpoche, the Buddha Palita, the um, Sawa, the Delpa Tumbo? Tumbo.
1: Then, Dawadrapa Sumba. Okay. Um,
0: so, Buddha Polita Rinpoche said, was uh, the first commentator on the um, root wisdom text. Uh, so, he was um, the first to write. And then, many. Many books came after that, and many commentaries came after that, but pulita uh, wrote the very first commentary on Nagarjuna's fundamental treatise, uh, the Mulyamadyamika Karika. Um, so it states, what the so-called self possesses is called that which belongs to the self. The self does not exist. If it does not exist, how can it be right to speak of what belongs to it? So if we're negating um, that which, we're negating I, then... Quite naturally, what is mine becomes an object negated as well, um, because if we're negating the primary, then that which is secondary of ownership um, would then obviously fall to selflessness as well. This is how you should understand it. For example, uh, when reflecting that the son of a barren woman does not exist, that very awareness does not think, his ears and such does not exist. However, that awareness can eliminate any reifying thought that might imagine that his ears exist. Similarly, when you know that the self does not exist in reality, you stop any notion that its eyes and such exist in reality, uh, so that which belongs to the self, mine. Um, the objection. There are Buddhist essentialists who hold that the person exists as an imputation. They do not assert that the person exists ultimately therefore even they would know that eyes and such lack intrinsic existence reply you are arguing that since they assert that gross objects such as eyes and seedlings exist as imputations they would know that those lack intrinsic existence if you accept that this is so then you contradict your own assertion that these are essentialists, proponents of true existence. If essentialists did know the absence of intrinsic ex- existence, then it would not be necessary for Madhyamikas to prove to them that seedlings lack true existence. Um, just as a note, this is speaking of lower schools that um, assert some forms of true establishment still. And uh, they're, they're su- even though they are subtle, they are still forms of true establishment which are cor- incorrect. Um, so that's what they're they're speaking of in, in here. Um, those schools which are not the middle way consequence school. Uh, anything below the Madhyamika the Prisangika school is up for debate because it's, uh, there are um, incorrect views within. Uh, you are arguing since, uh, you are arguing that since gross, uh, uh, you are arguing that since they assert that gross objects such as eyes and seedlings such as imputations they would not know that those objects lack intrinsic existence. You accept this is so, then you contradict your own assertion that these are essentialist proponents of true existence. They would then be madhyamika prasangika holders. They wouldn't be essentialists if they held this view of um, lack of intrinsic existence throughout if essentialists did know the absence of intrinsic existence then it would not be necessary for anyamikas to prove to them that the seedlings of uh lack true existence further the process of uh complete completing a virtuous or non-virtuous action is a continuum and if essentialists accepted that a continuum lacks intrinsic existence then why would they challenge that Madhyamak- Madhyamaka position that a continuum like a dream lacks true existence. Yet, this is what we find in Hari Bhadra's little commentary on the ornament for clear knowledge. The essentialists say to us Madhyamakas, if all phenomena are like dreams, then the ten non-virtues giving and so forth would not exist. Hence, even when you are not asleep, it would be as if though you were. Therefore, there is a huge disparity between an essentialist system and a uh, Madhyamaka system with respect to whether things exist either ultimately or conventionally what they consider conventional existence amounts to ultimate existence from a Madhyamaka perspective and what they consider ultimately existent exists only conventionally according to Madhyamaka there is nothing contradictory about this hence you need to draw distinctions furthermore Uh, Although the imputedly existent person of these Buddhist essentialists and the imputedly existent person of the Master Chandakirti are similar in name, their meanings are not the same. Uh, For Chandakirti maintains that these Buddhist essentialists do not have the view which is the knowledge of selflessness of the person. This is because he asserts that if you have not known the selflessness of objects, then you have not known the selflessness of person. Therefore, Chandrakirti asserts that they will continue to apprehend the person as substantially existent as long as they do not give up the tenant that the aggregates are substantially uh, existent. Hence, essentialists do not know that the person does not ultimately exist. Uh, so, uh, the next chapter um, deals with the object to be negated, and Rinpoche, uh, um explained how important uh, what the object of... Ne- be negated and the identification of the correct object of negation is. Because if you don't identify it correctly, then you might believe that the object of negation is actually the existence of said object when when that actually is a nihilist view, which is an incorrect wrong view. Um, So you have to know that the object of negation is the actual true establishment of an object, not its existence. Um, So um, that's here, this chapter deals with misidentifying the object to be negated. Um, and and Rimbache, this is his commentary. Um, right, just so, so you know, Rinpoche gave a bunch of commentary on this. It um, wasn't just reading. Um, uh, when you look at the Madhyamaka material, uh, object to be negated is one of the most important topics that you can find um, because it's what steers you from substantialism away from substantialism but also steers you away from nihilism and and keeps you right in that middle way consequence view. Um, So, uh, The the actual determination of what is to be negated becomes hugely important. Uh, The actual determination of reality. The section on actually determining the view of reality has three parts. Identifying the object to be negated by reason whether to carry out the refutation with a svatantrika procedure or with a prasangika procedure. Uh, So here, these are the autonomy school and the consequence school. Uh, Just the Sanskrit's words for them. Um, How to use the procedure to generate the right philosophical view within your mind stream. Identifying the object to be negated by reasoning. This has three parts. Why the object of negation must be carefully identified, refuting other systems that refute without identifying the object to be negated and how our system identifies the object of negation. First category, why the object of negation must be carefully identified. In order to be sure that a certain person is not present, you must know the absent person. Likewise, in order to be certain of the meaning of selflessness or the lack of intrinsic existence, you must carefully identify the self Or intrinsic nature that does not exist for if you do not have a clear concept of the object to be negated you will also not have an accurate knowledge of its negation for Shantideva's engaging in the Bodhisattva deed says without contacting the entity that is imputed you will not apprehend the absence of that entity Um, so if you if you are looking for the correct object of negation, it is the true self of person, it is the true self of phenomena. So that's the object of negation. That's what when you identify, um, you find the topic of self. Self isn't the object of negation. It's the way that self is apprehended that is the object of negation. So then it becomes self having some kind of um, intrinsic nature. Um, So you must carefully identify the self or intrinsic nature that does not exist. Um, So when we say the self, if you're defining the self as something that inherently exists, then self doesn't exist. But if you're just defining the self as an I, I exist, but I don't exist in the way that um, intrinsically or in any kind of solitary Way um, so the object to be negated isn't the 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 I um, it's um, it's the 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 clinging to self and then the parentheses having intrinsic existence. Um, There is limitless diversity among the objects of negation, but they come together at the root. When you refute this, you refute all objects of negation. Moreover, if you leave some remainder, failing to refute the deepest and most subtle core of the object of negation, then you will fall into an extreme of true existence. So this is the substantialism Rinpoche was speaking of, uh, where you don't remove enough and then you believe there is an, um, an intrinsic existence. Even if it's subtle, you believe that there's some intrinsic existence there. You will cling to the idea of real things whereby you will be not be able to escape cyclic existence. And then the next side is if you fail to limit the object of negation and overextend your refutation, then you will lose confidence in the causal progressions of dependent arising. So then you begin to believe that cause and effect don't exist. You begin to believe that karma uh, is not infallible and that it is all just like a dream and that it isn't real and that nothing matters as a result of it. Um, So that would be falling to... A view of where one removes too much. Um, The previous view wasn't removing enough, and this view is removing too much, thereby falling to a nihilistic extreme. This nihilistic view will lead you to rebirth in the miserable realms. Um, So uh, um, Rinpoche pointed out this line here, that the belief that things are not existent that is a misapprehension of emptiness or misunderstanding of emptiness actually is a wrong view that leads one to the lower realms of cyclic existence Um, therefore it is crucial to identify the object of negation carefully for if it is not identified you will certainly develop either a nihilistic view or an eternalistic view Um, so substantialism eternalism these are just all words we translators use to mean the same thing b i believe that's where rimbeche stopped uh, nipa
1: ne bogala Mamaziba. leba gobe jelo gabalaji gaja gaja gaji ha cho cho gaba no gae gabo tambola ji cho cho gaba dele ji debo jebo tambe teba tambo omi somawa Deux pas, peu the man did 들아, Toma, Tuba, Tana, Matela Dunana 而弄来嗯<音樂><音樂> Je रिपा that's के jelly. Joa, चवा Gari, 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 में चवा Gari, 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 that's in the house or that's in the house or the jibo. Can't rule the magic, huh? Till one do And Maybe Je me 세젤레 메르조바 가자 Oh, my
0: decision The Tambolasson. <tumbledore> <coughs> the Pui Cabiare. Ah. Tambolasson. Nipa.
1: Nipa tempatemalani.
0: Okay. The Nipa. Okay. All right. Uh, number two. Refuting other systems that refute without identifying the object to be negated. This has two parts. Refuting an overly broad identification of the object to be negated. And refuting an overly restricted identification of the object to be negated. Refuting an overly broad identification of the object to be negated. This has two parts. Stating others' assertions, uh, one, and two, showing that those assertions are wrong. Uh, <laughs> one, stating others' assertion. Most of us, most of those who today claim that to teach the meaning of the manyamaka say that all phenomena ranging from forms through omniscient consciousness are refuted by rational analysis of whether production of whether production and such exist as their own reality. For when reason analyzes anything that is put forward, there is not even a particle that can withstand analysis. Also, all four possible ways that, could be, uh, uh, that something could be produced as an existent effect, a non-existent effect, and so forth, are refuted, and there is nothing that is not included in those four. Moreover, these persons assert that a noble being's sublime wisdom which perceives reality, perceives production, cessation, bondage, freedom, and so forth, is not, being in, not existing in the least." Therefore, since things must be just as this sublime wisdom knows them, production and such do not exist. When we assert that production and such do not exist, these persons ask, are these capable of withstanding rational analysis of their reality? If so, then there would be things that can withstand rational analysis, and thus there would be truly existent things. If not, then how is it possible for something that has been rationally refuted to exist? Similarly, when we hold that production and such exist, these persons ask, does valid cognition establish them? If we claim that it does, they reply that since the sublime wisdom perceiving reality perceives production as non-existent, it is impossible for that wisdom to establish production. Furthermore, if we argue that production is established by conventional visual consciousness and such, They reply that it is impossible for such conventional consciousness to be valid cognitions that establish production, because scriptural sources refute the claim that those conventional consciousnesses are valid cognitions. The King of Concentration Sutra says, the eye, the ear, and nose consciousness are not valid cognitions. The tongue, body, and mental consciousnesses are not valid cognitions. If these sensory consciousnesses were valid cognitions, of what use to anyone would be would the noble being's path be. Also, Chandra Kirti's commentary on the Middle Way says, The world is not valid in any way. They argue that we cannot say that production exists without valid establishment, for we ourselves do not assert this, and it is not reasonable. They also argue that if we are to assert production, since it cannot be asserted ultimately at Madhyamaka, we will have to assert it conventionally. But that is unreasonable because Chandrakirti's commentary on the middle way says, The argument which shows that production from self and from other are untenable in the context of ultimate reality also shows that production is untenable even conventionally. As this is so, what argument will demonstrate the production you believe in? Thus they say that the argument refuting ultimate production also refutes conventional production. Um, Furthermore, these persons say that if we assert that production exists despite the lack of an effect which is produced from any of the four, itself, something other, and so forth, then when we try to carry out the Madhyamaka refutation of production through investigating these those four alternatives we will fail. For, we ourselves would have already allowed a certain type of production, which is not among those four. Also, they say that if there were production from any of those four, then it would have to be production from a cause, which is something other than the effect. For, we do not accept the remaining three, production from self, both self and other, or causelessly. However, this is not reasonable, because Chandrakirti's commentary on the Middle Way says, Production from another does not exist even in the world. Uh, Therefore, these persons say that they would not add the qualifying word ultimate when refuting production, for Chandrakirti's clear words refutes the uh, uh, addition of this qualification. Among those who argue in this way, there are some who say that they do not accept production, and such even conventionally, while others accept that production and such do not do exist conventionally. However, all of them stick out their necks and argue it is undeniable that the system of Master Chandrakirti is a rare, is a rational refutation of essential or intrinsic nature, for he refutes intrinsic existence in terms of both truths. This is something that does not intrinsically exist, how else could it exist? Therefore adding the qualification of ultimate to the object of negation, is the procedure only in this Phatantrika Madhyamika system. Uh, and then B, showing that those assertions are wrong. This has two parts. Showing that those systems contradict the unique feature of Madhyamaka, and two, showing that Madhyamaka's critique does, critique does not eradicate conventional existence. Um, so, this is where we, Rinpoche left off the three. Sum, Tambola Sum.
1: Yeah. NGK lapson. Tambo lason. 500. Lodi oma oma be. temba on m'appelle Lent de Tobo Lancier, quand je suis bas, Taratan, chélo et amandé, sonnant dans ici, ici de soupa de ma bas, ça nous devons nous du ตึกเอะเดี๋ยวะตึกเอะเดี๋ย omar rajuba gaja gwasna to gaja chho chho khabani sare gaja thamne khe to omaro gaja thamne khe ke to omar thajo omar to yo maro
0: hm ummi tanjo khona gaja tanjo
1: omar gaja thamne khe tanjo 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 omar to yo maro gaja tata tata in okay <tere� Te tan go 냐닐랑 Dao- Umaba pueda- pueda- tạo- la- que- saabi mati na bata bata na Rajiji na bata Tomani shene ta rajje rajje to bhi to bani to bani che te 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 to the to is <laughs> тенде до реви јаб тај се тенде जितने से तो नि दु विता का न 我期待都 and these new fields we had going to do. This fields were formed during those years. These fields were wanted in a practical way. They the databases etc. They were completely shut to 라지 Nazar Tony La Tonnie est moron, tel la Tonnie est moron du Chiedan. D'abord, tu vas tomber à Yinane, d'abord, tu vas tomber à Jan, tu es Congajato, d'abord, tu vas jaz en tuer Congajato, Mares. Mais t'es pas Rajin qui tombe sur la, Jinjus au Ron là, Rajin qui m'a donné sur la moron, d'abord, tu vas la Jinjus au Batelma, le. Cool, yeah. ne to Om tambane rumá Jesus vivun que lodu la Rajin ने 텔라 L'autre, j'ai pas tout temps, j'ai un 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 대저 <coughs> <coughs> <cielo reactions. c lakes> <coughs> He was a young young man. He called a mother and a child. If he Kala not make a Carmen fall apart, then he was no was I Je 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 à 제네도네 De rien, qui s'est pas tant, il y a un petit chien, 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 ngoboraji ah.
0: yabudu yeah. gutso oh, yeah. The Chiran kalayju, kalayju. the the that's more, look. Ganges and the Leu good Sarpa
1: good so great. She, dandy, hm. Dandy um. image, you sent you, Rajinchi. Toba Connachet, the dandy So, who you on Remember, mm-hmm. Then I was able to
0: do it, but when? Uh, okay. Then I was Let's see here. Where did I leave off? right i thought there was that much to read okay oh that's right i wrote, read the showing that those assertions are wrong showing that those assertions are wrong this has two parts showing that those systems contradict the unique feature of madhyamaka and two showing that madhyamaka critique does not eradicate conventional existence Showing that those systems contradict the unique feature of Madhyamaka. There's three: identifying the distinguishing feature of Madhyamaka, showing that those systems contradict the distinguishing character, distinguishing feature, and how Madhyamaka responds to those who negate the distinguishing feature of the Madhyamaka. Or maybe it, maybe the uh, Madhyamikan is a Mad—I Madhyam- don't know. I always get that word confused. I've heard it called Madhyamika and Madhyamaka. Um, So I guess either one is fine. Uh, Identifying the distinguishing feature of Madhyamaka, uh, Nagarjuna's 60 stanzas of reasoning says, Through this virtue may all beings amass the collections of merit and wisdom and attain the two sublime embodiments that arise from merit and wisdom. Uh, So, Rimache pointed out that the form body and the truth body are the two embodiments that are being spoken of here and the the form body refers to the um, emanation body and um, and the uh, enjoyment body um, so that, that the um, and then the truth body uh, is the Dharmakaya um, and that's a, not a form form body the, um, the the Sanje, the Gu, ewa-ni, the Zuku, Don The Ne Chuku, Layana. And then when we divide the um, Dharma, the truth body into categories, we would um, divide it into the um, actual um, wisdom body, Ngongi um, so One is the actual. Um, Omniscience of the, the Buddha. One of the truth bodies, and the other truth body is the cessation of suffering. Um, so the cessation within the continuum. Um, so those are the two two divisions of uh, truth body. Um chukudang, Nipa moni chukudang.
1: Isi chukudang monyako, isi chukudang Chukudang Chukudang
0: so one's the natural, and one is the um, uh, wisdom body. So the one is the natural, and one is the wisdom body. The um the natural, uh, the chuku oh, go. Uh. Yeshe chuku. Okay. So the the exalted wisdom body, the natural body, um, one abides in cessation, and the other is the omniscience. Um, so that arise and they arise from merit and wisdom, the form body arising from merit and the truth body arising from wisdom. Uh, what this means is that disciples who progress by way of the supreme Mahayana vehicle attain upon reaching their goal both the sublime embodiment of truth and the sublime embodiment of form. This attainment, is explained earlier, is based on their having amassed along the path immeasurable collections of merit and sublime wisdom, collections with which method and wisdom are inseparable, that is in turn definitely relies upon attaining certain knowledge of the diversity of phenomena this profound knowledge understands the relationship of cause and effect conventional cause and effect is such that specific beneficial and harmful effects arise from specific causes at the same time amassing the conditions of merit and wisdom also definitely rely on attaining certain knowledge of the real nature of phenomena this means reaching a profound certainty that all phenomena lack even a particular particle of essential or intrinsic nature. Certain knowledge of both diversity and real nature is needed because without them it is impossible to practice the whole path, both method and wisdom from uh, the depths of your heart. This is the key to the path that leads to the attainment of two embodiments when the result is reached. Whether you are right, whether you get it right depends on how you establish your philosophical view of the basic situation. The way to establish that view is to reach certain knowledge of the two truths as I have just just explained them. Except for Madhyamakas, other people do not understand how to explain these two truths as non-contradictory to see them as mass of contradictions. However, They see them as a mass of contradictions. However, experts possessed of subtlety, wisdom, and vast intelligence, experts called Madhyamakas, have used their mastery of techniques for knowing the two truths to establish them with even the slightest trace of contradiction. In this way they reach the final meaning of what the Conqueror taught. This gives them a wonderful sense of respect for our teacher and his teaching. Out of that respect they speak with utter uh, sincerity, raising their voices again and again. You who are wise, the meaning of emptiness, emptiness of intrinsic existence, is dependent arising. It does not mean that things do not exist, it does not mean that they are empty of the capacity to function. Scholars who are a Buddhist essentialists may have great training in many topics of learning, but they do not accept the Madhyamaka view, and their dispute with the Madhyamikas is as follows. If all phenomena are empty, lacking any essential or intrinsic nature, then all of the teachings of in- uh, cyclic existence and nirvana, bondage, freedom, and so forth are untenable. Uh, Nagarjuna's fundamental treatise states their view. If, it is, if all these were empty, there would be no arising and no disintegration. It would follow that, for you, the Four Noble Truths would not exist. Uh, they say that if this is empty of intrinsic existence, then production, disintegration, and the Four Truths would be would not be tenable nagarjuna's refutation of objects the vigra via vartani also states an essentialist's objection if all things are completely without intrinsic nature then your words also lack intrinsic nature and cannot refute intrinsic existence they say that if words lack intrinsic nature they then 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 they can neither refute intrinsic nature nor prove its absence they argue from the supposition that there is no Intrinsic nature, then the agents and objects of production are not tenable, and neither are the processes of refutation and proof. Hence, they dispute with us on the grounds that the arguments which refute intrinsic existence refute all functionality. Therefore, when essentialists and Madhyamikas debate about their disparate tenets, they debate exclusively about whether all teachings about cyclic existence and nirvana can be appropriate for that which is empty of intrinsic existence. Hence, distinguishing the feature of Madhyamaka is the inadmissibility of all the teachings about cyclic existence and nirvana, the agents and objects of production, refutation proof and so forth, in the absence of even a particle of essential or intrinsic nature. The 24th chapter of Nagarjuna's fundamental treatise says, the the reducto expressing the fallacy that all untenable is not right about emptiness thus forsaking emptiness as you have is not right for me for those to whom emptiness makes sense everything makes sense for those to whom emptiness does not make sense nothing makes sense Nagarjuna says that fallacies adduced by the essentialists, such as if all are empty there would be no arising and no disintegration do not apply to those who advocate the absence of intrinsic nature moreover he says that things such as production and disintegration are tenable within the position of emptiness of intrinsic existence Whereas they are not tenable within the uh, position that phenomena are not empty of intrinsic existence. Chandrakirti's clear word cites the passage and explains, not only does the fallacy expressed in the reductio, uh stated by the essentialist simply not apply to our position, but it is also the case that within our position all the teachings on the Four Noble Truths, etc. are quite correct. In order to indicate this, Nagarjuna said, for those to whom emptiness makes sense, the twenty-sixth chapter of Nagarjuna's fundamental treatise teaches the stages of production in the forward progression of the twelve factors of dependent arising and the stage of their cessation in the reverse progression. The other twenty-five chapters mainly refute intrinsic existence. The twenty-fourth chapter analyzes the four noble truths. It demonstrates at length that none of the teachings about cyclic existence and nirvana, arising, disintegration, etc., make sense in the context of non-emptiness of intrinsic existence and of how all those do make sense within the context of emptiness and intrinsic existence how you must know how to carry the implications of these this twenty-fourth chapter over to the other chapters therefore those who currently claim to teach the meaning of madhyamaka are actually giving the position of the essentialists when they hold that all causes and effects such as agents and objects of production are impossible in the absence of intrinsic existence thus nagarjuna the protective protector who holds that one must seek the emptiness of intrinsic existence in the middle way on the very basis of the teachings of cause and effect that is the production and cessation of specific effects and dependence upon specific causes and conditions the 24th chapter of nagarjuna's fundamental treatise says that which arises dependently we explain as emptiness those this emptiness is dependent designation. This is the middle way. Because this, there is no phenomena that is not a dependent arising, there is no phenomena that is not empty. Thus Nagarjuna says that dependent arisings are necessarily empty of intrinsic existence. Do not turn this statement on its head by claiming that what is produced in dependence on causes and conditions must intrinsically exist. Similarly, Nagarjuna's refutation of objection states for whomever emptiness makes sense, everything makes sense. For whomever emptiness makes no sense, nothing makes any sense. I bow to the Buddha, the unequaled supreme teacher, who taught that emptiness dependent arising in the middle way hold a single meaning. And also Nagarjuna's 70 stanzas on emptiness. The unequaled Tathagata taught that because all things are empty of intrinsic existence, things are dependent arisings. Nagarjuna's 60 stanzas on, of reasoning states, those who cling to the self or to the world as though there were not, as though they were not, these were not contingent, are captivated by extreme views of permanence and impermanence. Those who claim that dependent things exist in reality, how can they avoid the fallacies of permanence and so forth? Those who hold that contingent things, like a moon reflected in water, are neither real nor unreal, they are captivated by such wrong views. Nagarjuna's praise of the transcendent one. Logicians claim that suffering is itself produced from itself or from something other or from both of those or without a cause. You said it arises dependently. You hold that whatever arises dependently is empty. There is nothing to match your roar. Things do not exist on their own. Thus Nagarjuna says that it is precisely because Beings are dependent arisings, that phenomena are empty of intrinsic existence. This explanation that dependent arising is the meaning of emptiness, that is to say that the absence of intrinsic existence is the unique system of the Nagarjuna, the protector. Therefore, dependent arising does not mean accepting emptiness the absence of intrinsic existence for oneself as a Madhyamaka while leaving teachings on dependent arising cause and effect to others because one is uncomfortable with having them in one's own system for Nagarjuna's Nagarjuna's statement in the fundamental treatise for those to whom emptiness makes sense means that all dependent arisings of cyclic existence and Nirvana are admissible in a system that teaches the absence of intrinsic existence okay so we're gonna end there a lot of words um a lot of complex stuff. So maybe we'll have one or two questions and then end because it's already been uh, it's already ten thirty. Um and just be aware, I just uh, got well, so my mind isn't working that great. <laughs> Even less great than usual. So that's it's dangerous. Um uh, pretty question. I was just wondering what the the Buddhist point of view is with abortion. Okay. I mean, um, I could take the heat off Rinpoche and it's killing. Um, but Rinpoche, the Pumokashe, the Pugo Yere, then Segudu. This Suchupa. No. The Pugo <laughs> Sena? Pugo Trog, the Sena, the Suchupa, yen. Yeah, abortion's killing in Buddhism. Even if like it happened, like, it's it it's it's not there's not a judgment. It's just karma. So Buddhism just categorizes things. Um, it's not judging it. It's not saying even if the person was this or that. Yeah, it's killing. It's separating someone's life from their. Okay, straight. straight so that's forward. it. it, it, it is severs it, the it life. It. it does.
2: Okay, thank you. has to do with understanding production more clearly um, in the text it describes production could you explain what the definition is of production from the perspective of the essentialist versus production yeah from that's the pers-
0: where I'm going to have trouble um, I'm not going to be able to translate tenant systems today at um, okay. The the production that they're speaking of is an inherent production. Mm-hmm. That's the produ- when we, we see that word being used in this case. I'll I'll pull up the text, but I'm going to have trouble translating okay. the essentialist view versus the maybe um,
2: it, maybe it doesn't have to be that deep. Maybe you can just talk yeah, about so an are, which is the
0: assen- First of all, I'm having trouble because I don't use that lexicon. Is an essentialist a madhyamaka autonomy? What is an essentialist? Uh, who, is, is, who are the essentialists? So, so I guess
2: I was trying to dis- understand what what view is trying to be refuted.
0: That's what my point is. My yeah. point is I know that the systems according to the sutra, the Vabashka school is called the Great Exposition schools, sutra schools, Sautrantika, and and I just don't know what the essentialist is in Tibetan. I can try to find it. Um, But I was, as we were reading it in English, I was trying to figure out what an essentialist was in terms of the tenant systems. Um, And then it would be possible for me to ask that question. Um, Rimeche, what page is it on in the English? I'll track it down. Um, I believe it's page 129. Basically, it's a school below the Prasangika that thinks that the production itself has some kind of inherent existence still. So, but my question is, what does it mean by production? So, because... Like, Making, it, something comes into being. A baby's born, that's production. Oh, I see. Yeah. So,
2: so maybe a good way to describe um, the refutation of, of, of production is to say that we're not saying that something comes, from, comes into existence and then goes out of existence, but that rather there is an emptiness of an inherent existence, therefore there's no inherent thing coming in, and there's no inherent thing going out right
0: that's all it's saying right yeah the negation of production negation of cessation all of that is saying there there's no inherent production there's no inherent end it's always that word intrinsic is always in there because things are obviously produced things end but they don't end intrinsically, right. so that's what it's meaning. But I really, I do want to get to the bottom of what an essentialist is in terms of the framework of the tenant systems, because mm-hmm. uh, I just don't know what word there. So where was the word? Where is the essentialist again? 129.
2: Uh, so I'm not entirely sure where the essentialist. I remember it coming I up It's on 128, where it talks a lot about production in the context of what um, the essentialists believe.
0: I'm just working for the word the essentialist. To see if i can figure out what they're referring to you, you hear what i'm saying right
2: yeah <laughs>
0: middle way is it a middleway autonomous why
2: that's not the essentialist right that's the uh that's the, what you're trying to uh, the, the um
0: rimache. 131 131, 131. One thirty one. Yeah. Okay, I can find that. One, one five eighty four. Five eighty four. Five eighty five is in the start. Chandra Kirti's. Gul Kachi. The uh, Shedamawa, do depa, sensampa, umapa, the Je. Then Lamatsung kapa, the mambo, the essentialist. I think I gotta find it. It's the only way it's gonna work for it. Sikse the Kokashi. Here, I'll. F- yeah, I've gotta give it to, to him in the Tibetan where it is exactly. What did you say? You say in the notes, does it? I no, was just, just, I looked at, was looking at it while we were reading. Proponent of, refers to proponent of true existence is usually abbreviated in Tibetan. To oh, I see. The Sikhs, the Kho Kashi, the, the Konso, the, Sharamawa, Dodepa, the Garakalan. The the Sikhs, the Sikhs, the Kho
1: Shola
0: Check
1: it. Uh, <coughs>
0: then su-ke-len. Oh, so this is essentialists or anyone below <coughs> Prasangika. So anyone who has any essential, anything left. Mm-hmm. So it, that could be referring to more than one school. Okay. Essentialists are those who still cling to something having something still being there. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So that clarified so, that. So that whole time it was talking about all of them. So I was mm-hmm. just trying to figure out if it was another way of saying great exposition school uh-huh. or it wasn't the, you know what I mean? Right, right. So it's so, not, it's... So it,
2: maybe a way to, like, the, the way that helped me... Okay, clarif-
0: so what, so question from there.
2: Yeah, so I guess this would be more just like a further clarification. Um, so the way I just, like, thought about it in terms of understanding production uh, is to, and how it is, it's empty that basically to think about how everything is created, or not created, everything is uh, composed of atoms. Mm -hmm. So those atoms uh, come to collections to produce new, or not produce, but to, to become... New objects and then they mm-hmm. cease and they become new objects, mm-hmm. and become new objects and become new objects. So, so those objects that are that are being created by these collections are not inherently existent because there's no solid thing that the object is, but it's just going to it's going just going to disintegrate. It's just more atoms. Yeah, that's the teaching.
0: Okay, so so
2: that would be a way of describing or understanding production as being empty in that context because there's no inherently existent object because it's, it's merely a, a collection of these atoms that are flowing from one object to the other, for example.
0: Yeah, it's just dependent origination. There's yeah. a bunch of stuff. Right. I mean, you can call it atoms, or you can even be coarser, or even more subtle. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Rinpoche. Maybe one more question?
2: I just want to first thank Rinpoche for continuing. I know that it must be hard sometimes with the dialysis. Uh, Rinpoche, so the two chains,
0: the Chirang Trakt Sama, Tsansan Kali Kapu Du, Yene Dokpar, par the Chenrez Chutsula pegdu then Becha Trigudu, two chains, the Chiran Sukpo, the Gu, Tets Kali Kapu Tanda, Yene Chiran Gatsu Becha tri Kadrin Chempo, two
2: And then I want to thank you, because I know you're not feeling well, so thank you. And thank you to Ted, because I know he's not feeling well.
0: either. Did you get it too, Ted? (laughs) Oh, I hope not. I hope you're not on it, the cusp. All right. All right, well, we'll do the concluding mandal offering and dedication prayer. And everybody take lots of vitamin C. Mm -hmm. And if you get what I got, I'll see you in a week. You'll get to know the floor well. (laughs) <laughs> the fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, and the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the, ten, for the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrāpa Deshen forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri, and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land, surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. Pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance, Sushi learn